Hello everyone and welcome to the Nobody's Ready podcast. This is, I guess it would be season two. Um, It has been a little while. This is the first episode I'm recording of 2022. Uh, I've been thinking for a little while about what to do with the podcast going forward. Um, If I was still going to carry on doing it, if they were going to be less frequent. But I thought, you know... I just see what sort of route it takes and uh, just go with the flow. Uh, and then some news came out as I was asleep that I woke up to this morning. Um, I will read you the first thing I saw on my phone this morning after I woke up. It was an email from the um, Wrestling Observer FOW online site, which I am a paid subscriber to. And the email was sent at 3.27 UK time. Uh, and it reads as following. The headline is Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens discussed for WrestleMania. Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens being discussed for WWE WrestleMania 38. WWE and pop, I- pop culture icon Steve Austin may be coming back to the ring for one more match as an encounter with Kevin Owens for WrestleMania 38 is being discussed. I also got a notification just before that from uh, my Patreon subscription to Fightful Select, which is uh, Sean Ross Sapp's company. Basically saying the same thing, giving the details on it. Um, holy fucking shit. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this episode is going to be about the potential, the disgust, the rumoured return to the ring of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I thought about not doing this episode, to be honest, until it was officially confirmed. Um, maybe I'll do that at that point if it happens but I just thought this was such a a monumental story that I should do a podcast specifically on it because this is I mean my god this is this is Michael Jordan returning to the Chicago Bulls you know Steve Austin like I said he he was it he he was the top star in the industry when the industry was at its biggest um so yeah today on this episode I'm gonna discuss uh whole different things that go into it why steve why now uh what's in it for wwe how i think the match should go where it should go on the wrestlemania two-day card uh and yeah just i'm just gonna try and get into the all the details of this because i think it's a lot more there's a lot more to this story than steve austin's coming back i mean that is obviously a huge deal given you know, the name that Stone Cold Steve Austin has in wrestling and, and outside of wrestling. I, I, I'm I'm sure there's a fair few people who, not as many as Dwayne Johnson, for example, but I'm sure there's a fair few people who don't watch wrestling who know who Steve Austin is. Um, so, yeah, uh, this episode, I'm just going to discuss everything to do with, uh, I still can't quite believe I'm saying this, but the potential return to a WWE ring of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I guess the first question to look at when thinking about this whole thing or the possibility of is the why. Why are WWE bringing back arguably their biggest ever star? Well, on the face of it, if he's available, you would, surely. You know, if, if I don't know, 
if the Chicago Bulls could get Michael Jordan back and he was even a little bit as good as before, they would, surely. Surely, if the Jamaican sprint team could get Usain Bolt back and he was almost as good as before, sure. The thing with the difference with professional wrestling is that nostalgia sells. Nostalgia does sell. But it can be done in different ways. We won't know how well this Austin thing is going to do until it actually happens. Or if it happens. The match could suck and the business is already done because the pay-per-views have already sold. WrestleMania sold that. WrestleMania is going to do well anyway. Stone Cold Steve Austin's on the card. I guarantee you it does even better than it would have done. I guarantee you. And I heard rumours that they were offering two-for-one tickets for both nights of WrestleMania. So my idea would be that you would put Austin on night one. And obviously Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar on night two. I also did hear that after Shane McMahon was, I don't know, fired, his plans were cancelled after whatever happened at the Royal Rumble. There's a whole separate podcast trying to explain that one. But um, yeah, Shane McMahon was going to be on WrestleMania. He's now not. So they need another, you know, match featuring an outsider type thing. And I guess... I mean, putting two and two together, I guess, in this Austin idea is something they come up with. But, yeah, the, I mean, we don't know. We don't know how good it's going to be until it happens. Um, but the wise, I mean, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, and it, and it does pose the question as to why now that was the peculiar one. Why not before? Maybe it's desperation. You know, the, the product's not exactly great at the moment. Um WrestleMania has not exactly got a lot of people excited. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Bro- Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar beat the hell out of each other. I'm kind of looking forward to Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, I guess. Um, but, you know, previous year's cards for WrestleMania, maybe it's maybe it's just me, I don't know, but I've been buzzing. Like, 35, the one before COVID, I was buzzing for that. Um, the one before that, WrestleMania 34 in New, New Orleans. Great card. If Stone Cold Steve Austin's on this WrestleMania, you guarantee I'm excited. And a lot of people who are even less invested in WWE than me are excited. So, yeah. Um, You could call it desperate, but is it going to work in the way they want it to in terms of business and numbers? Time will tell, but my guess would be, yeah, probably. So, I mean, if WrestleMania... Night one sells out. Presuming Austin's going to be on night one. That that would make sense to me. Um, if it sells out in the arena and it does a number of extra buys on Peacock and, and you know, on pay-per-view worldwide, then it worked. What it means going forward for Austin, for WWE, I don't know. I mean, it seems pretty set in stone already that The Rock will be at WrestleMania Hollywood in 12 months' time. Austin at one WrestleMania and The Rock at the other. I mean, it doesn't sound too too, uh, too bad to me. So, yeah, it's, maybe it is an indictment of the, the WWE and the product at the moment. The fact that they're having to, you know, wheel out Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it definitely will create intrigue and interest in the product. And that is something that WWE do not have in abundance right now so yeah that's uh i think that just about covers the why um next up i'm gonna look at the will it happen 
and should it happen, which I'll dive a little bit deeper into next. The next question I want to ask with regards to this whole thing about Stone Cold is uh, will it happen and should it happen? So in terms of the should it happen, what I mean by that is Stone Cold Steve Austin was one of the few who retired and stayed retired and had a stellar career. He, you know, climbed his way up to the top of the ladder and then when he was at the top, you know, that WrestleMania against Shawn Michaels in 98 onwards, I think. 98, yeah. Um, even before that, with the stuff with Bret Hart and, and, you know. When he became Stone Cold Steve Austin, the 316 promo onwards, he was on his way. And then the, the Michaels win. You know, the Austin era had begun. It well and truly had, because for those few years afterwards, he was away and clear. Um would it i mean we kind of forget or we like to forget the Shawn michaels saudi arabia match and i'm not saying i'm not saying that it would be as bad as this because i don't think it would be um what i mean by that is is it best to leave stuff like that alone like stoke steve austin retired at wrestlemania with his final match being against the rock that's a pretty good way to go out um, and there's something kind of, I think it kind of fits in with Austin's whole persona. Uh, the fact that he, he kind of quietly retired. You know, nobody knew it was going to be Steve Austin's last match. Not many people knew anyway. Um, and, you know, there's been plenty of times where we've he's come back and we've, you know, clapped him. And he, he went in the Hall of Fame, which was great. And he, he got his big thing. At, I think it was WrestleMania 25. He he was inducted and, and got to go out and get a big pop on last time. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I guess in terms of will it, should it, and should it, it's, I guess it would be entirely up to Steve. I think the WWE would absolutely love it to happen, obviously, um, as these things wouldn't be out there in the first place. But you can imagine what WWE would do if Steve Austin came back for a match. They would roll out the red carpet for him, even if he won or he lost. I just can't see anything else being the main event of night one other than that Stone Cold Steve Austin match. With all due respect to Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, you could open the show with that. But no one's getting a bigger reaction than Steve Austin's first match back in, what is it, 19 years. 19 years! Man, there's adults who have never seen Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestle. You know, has it happened type thing. Um, yeah, they would roll out the red carpet for Steve. I mean, you've only got to look at what they've done in recent years for The Undertaker, for Shawn Michael going further back than that, for Ric Flair. You know, they will make him come across as exactly what he is, and that's one of the biggest stars the business has ever produced. Um, I don't know, I'm kind of 50-50 about it. I really am. I'm excited. I'm excited. And, you know, for me, it would certainly do what, like I said before, it would certainly do what WWE want, and that's 
draw more eyes onto WrestleMania and to Kevin Owens, if it's going to be Kevin Owens, which it looks like it is. Um, and I will actually touch on why Kevin Owens um, in our next part. So of all people, why Kevin Owens for the match, the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin? Well, I don't know. I mean, Kevin Owens obviously re-signed with WWE uh, not so long ago now. Um, He was obviously heavily linked with AEW. And then he re-signs a multi-million dollar, multi-year contract with WWE. Now... I have also heard today that this match with Austin, whether specifically with Kevin Owens or just the idea of Stone Cold Steve Austin coming in for a match, was discussed first as far back as January, which I think was around the time KO re-signed, or just after maybe, I don't know. Basically what I'm saying is, is there a possibility that he was you know, given a wink and a nudge about the possibility of Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania? Maybe, who knows? But Kevin Owens has been using the stunner for a little while now. Years, I think, actually. Um, and look, you know what? They're teasing it. I mean, you had the thing on Raw the other week with Sonny Deville Adam Pearce saying that Kevin Owens might not even be at WrestleMania. The last time we had a storyline like that, it was John Cena. And at WrestleMania, he ended up calling out and then facing The Undertaker. So, I mean, it's rinse and repeat, Austin. I could see it, I really could. And then obviously, this week on Raw, uh, last night as I'm speaking, 60% of the fans, when Owen said that he loved the state of Texas, 60% of them thought he was lying. He then confirmed he was lying and then got a promo on the state of Texas. So, when you think of Texas and you think of wrestlers, you think of Steve Austin and you think of The Undertaker. The Undertaker, I think, is definitely, definitely, definitely retired this time. Although, I wouldn't say never. I mean, there's only a few names, legends, Texas, wrestling, who... <laughs> Put it this way. Now the rumour is out there about Stone Cold Steve Austin. If they don't deliver Stone Cold Steve Austin, or they can't for whatever reason, they're going to have to do something pretty impressive to not disappoint. So why Kevin Owens, then? Well... I actually think Kevin Owens can do a lot from this match. The promos, the build-up would be amazing. If he goes full John Cena like Cena did with Taker and properly calls him out and starts trashing Texas and starts trashing Austin and maybe, I don't know who comes to mind because the obvious one would be Jim Ross, but he's an AW, so maybe Kevin Owens starts beating up some of Austin's favourites. Maybe he starts trashing them on Twitter. I don't know. Maybe he goes to Austin's fucking ranch, you know, Maybe he invades the Broken Skull session set. Who knows? Um, But I think the one reason why Kevin Owens is I think Kevin Owens can, you know, make lemons out of lemonade. I think he could definitely lose this match and come out for the better of it. Because I think anyone who gets the rub from Stone Cold Steve Austin in his return match, Jesus, that's a heck of a spot. I think Kevin Owens would happily 
take the L to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't think there's anyone alive. Certainly not anyone in WWE who wouldn't be willing to lose to Stone Cold Steve Austin. For me, the one guy, the only guy, as I'll get on to later, the only guy who I think shouldn't be losing to Stone Cold Steve Austin is Roman. And I don't think they're booking that match. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I think... I think Kevin Owens is a pretty pretty good choice to pick for this match. Uh, and I think people will be very, very excited for it. So, yeah, speaking of the match, uh, next up I'm going to talk about how I would have the match go and how I would book it. If Stone Cold Steve Austin is indeed coming back, then obviously it's exciting to have him as a as a member of the roster again, even if it's just for the one match. But the crux of it is he's going to have a wrestling match. Now, I guess the main obstacle behind that would be him getting medically cleared. He's given out stunners in the past, so I would presume he could be cleared. We know it was a big thing for Edge to do the spear to Elias at that SummerSlam, and then those months later, he was cleared. It's obviously two different things between being cleared to do a move and a match. But how would I book the match? Well, as I've said, or as I've alluded to, I would absolutely have Stone Cold Steve Austin win. Sorry about the background noise there. Um, I would absolutely have him win. It's WrestleMania, it's Texas... Those people will have come to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. They want to see the hits. That's how I'd book this match. It would go five, six, seven minutes. Even if it's the main event of night one, I wouldn't have it be Bell, Stunner, one, two, three. That would be ridiculous. People would not like that. They did not like it when... I mean, I liked it, but I heard a lot of the people in the arena didn't like it when it was John Cena, Undertaker, and it was a couple of minutes... I wouldn't go that short, but I would go short. I wouldn't go any longer than 10. Definitely wouldn't go any longer than 10. But I would play the hits, so to speak. I'd have Owens get his heat. I'd have Austin, dominate from the start, striking exchange, punches in the corner, the crowd chanting what every time he hits a punch, stomping the mud hole, the Lufez press, Owens hits a stunner, Austin kicks out, Austin hits a stunner. I don't know, maybe have a... You know, have them on the outside. Have Owens is great. Owens is great at getting. We've seen him have matches with with Shane McMahon in the past. You know, and they've been good, and they've been good. Um, you could maybe have Owens crush through a table or something, trying to put Steve out. Um, could you do it like a Texas Death Match? I don't know, maybe. But yeah, I, I would play the hits. Um, I'm sure Steve will train like a madman. And I'm sure for his legacy, with the mind he's got, Stone Cold Steve Austin's not going to be short of money, is he? So even if Vince McMahon and WWE offer him a huge wedge, which I'm sure they will, regardless, I think that Steve will only do this match if he knows he can do the match justice. Um, so, yeah, I... Kevin Owens will totally, totally look after Steve. He will babysit him through that match. I can't see Steve Austin taking many big bumps 
they won't take many risks. They shouldn't do anyway. Um, and yeah, I think at the end of the day, by the end of it, we will see Steve Austin hit the stunner, the one, two, three, the beer bash, and then everybody's happy. We've seen Steve Austin, we've had a great moment, and Steve's won. People will say, well, Owens is sticking around, he should win, imagine the rugby... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no. Um, that arena and so many people watching will be good if Steve Austin wins. Or St- uh, Steve Austin doesn't win, sorry. And trust me, I love Kevin Owens as much as the next person, but... Stoke off Steve Austin, even if it's a one-off. Particularly if it's a one-off. He can't lose. He can't lose. Um, should he do more than this one match, maybe? I guess time will tell. I mean, in the past, think about The Rock and John Cena. I think they always planned to go twice. I know they definitely had Rock booked for three WrestleManias. Obviously, the first one he hosted and then got involved in the Miz-Cena match. The second one was the Cena match, and the third one ended up being the Cena rematch. If that was always the plan, I don't know. I mean, it should have been a three-way with CM Punk. But that's a story for another day. With Goldberg, when he came back, originally the plan was Brock Lesnar. One and done. Brock wins. Goldberg came back. Hyped for the video game. Great. And then Goldberg in the Hall of Fame, as he did eventually. Um, obviously, as it turned out, the build-up was so good, and Vince McMahon decided he wanted Goldberg for a bit. He wanted to extend it to WrestleMania and beyond. Beyond, Obviously, Goldberg is still an active member of the roster. He's facing Roman Reigns this weekend, for God's sake. Um, so I don't want to look too far ahead. Obviously, we don't even know this match is definitely happening, but it, it, all the signs are there that it is. Um, I mean, yeah, with, <laughs> with that in mind, I mean, it's 19 years. Nobody knows. I think only Steve will know if he can do this match justice. And if he's good, I mean, uh, let me just see how old Steve Austin actually is. Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin is he's 57 years old. Now, I guess the closest example we could say to this is Sting in AEW. They protect Sting. He doesn't wrestle often. He appears. He does odd bits here and there. But they play the hits with Sting. And I think even if it's just this one match, they should definitely just play the hits with Austin. And I don't think anybody would be upset at that. And I trust Kevin Owens and the people involved in that to make it good. Um, But yeah, if Kevin Owens ends up winning this match, then... Uh, I'd be shocked. I would absolutely be shocked. So, thank you for listening to this first episode of season two of the Nobody's Ready podcast. Uh, Short, sharp and sweet about a topic that uh, I didn't even know was a thing 24 hours ago. So, (laughs) like I said, um, it's been good fun talking about it. Maybe I'll talk about it more when it's confirmed. Maybe I'll talk about something else completely different next time. Uh, I don't know, but I kind of, I quite like doing these, you know, different podcasts about different topics, different lengths of time. Uh, I just think they're a lot more easy to record and I can kind of come off the cuff a little bit, which I think 
I always find when I listen to people talk off the cuff and they're just saying what's on their mind about different topics, uh, I always find those quite interesting um, to hear what people really think. So maybe, hopefully you'll find me interesting talking about Steve Austin today. But yeah, what a, the world of professional wrestling has just gone wild um, in the last few years. We now live in a world where we could potentially have CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin active in different companies, which is unthinkable uh, just a couple of years ago. But I hope it happens. It will certainly get me more excited for WrestleMania, and I know it will get a lot of other people excited for WrestleMania. So, And of course, it takes two to tango, so what an incredible opportunity for Kevin Owens to, to get that match. Um, but we'll see what happens. There's a lot that could go on. There is, you know, a lot of things still up in the air. I've never seen WWE this disorganised in terms of their planning and preparation for WrestleManias. So who knows what fucking batshit crazy ideas they're going to throw out there and which ones they're actually going to be able to execute. So, yeah, we've got the Saudi pay-per-view this weekend. Um, praise the Lord that a wrestling show is at a Saturday afternoon UK time. What a blessing. Um Maybe I'll talk some more about that if it gives me stuff to talk about. Um, I like to go for a walk on a Sunday, so maybe I'll talk about the Saudi show uh, when I go on that. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, and I will see you all very soon for the next episode on the Nobody's Ready podcast. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm back a lot sooner than I thought I would be um, because... Jesus Christ, I didn't think the day could get much more insane than a potential return to WWE in the ring than Stone Cold Steve Austin. But there was also another rumour which seems to have developed throughout the day. And that concerns the other company. That concerns AEW. And it's Cody Rhodes. Cody, who became a free agent at the end of the year. It is now February, and he has still not re-signed. Now, apparently, there was lots of talk in the locker room at WWE Raw last night about Cody coming in. And I will just read for you what has come out on Twitter. This, firstly, via Cody Rhodes. He's released a statement on his Twitter. Um... The statement reads as follows. I have loved my time at AEW. Amazing locker room, amazing fans, amazing people. The revolution was indeed televised and I have been incredibly lucky to be a part of that. First, I want to thank Tony Khan. He's taken the baton and run with it. and It was an honour to work with him, to know him on a personal level. He's a beautiful soul. Obviously, I need to thank my incredible wife and the mother of my baby girl, Brandy, for all her love and support throughout this journey together and the amazing relationships she fostered with Culture City and the American Heart Foundation Association. I also need to thank Nick and Matt Jackson. These two, whether they know it or not, took an undesired and not confident little cub and gifted me the confidence to become a leader of the pack. Kenneth Omega, Chris Jericho, chicken. We started the fire. I must thank Tim W, Keith M, Greg W, and the amazing production crew who understood and captured the vision for such grace. I can't name everybody, but to you, Mega, Margaret, Harrington, Jeff Jones, Dana, Tali Shivani, Byrne, Raph, and the hardest worker in the game, QT Marshall, for propping me up, kicking me in the ass when I was running on fumes. 
I want to thank all my kiddos. MJF, Jade, Sammy, Darby, Lee, Ricky, Tom, The Guns, Brock, Velvet, Nyla, Aubrey, Turner, Vanilla, Solo, Spears, Julia, Anna, Will, Wardlow, Sonny, Fuego One, and of course, Negative One. We were all at it. Give Jade the Cody Vader. Also need to take a moment to thank the great partners at Warner Media, including Brett, Sam, and the rest of the team. I have so many milestones and beautiful memories of this renaissance through blood, sweat, through sweat, blood, tears, literal fire, and all that. I left it all on the mat. Everything pales in comparison to the final contribution I was empowered to lead at the company, the community outreach team. The most inward moments, your outward behaviour and your ability to take fame and influence and do something of value for the communities you visit, whether the cameras are on or off, is the highest honour. I'm confident Amanda Huber will lead the department with style. I'm so proud of my creations, contributions, and the items I supported or collaborated on with such wonderful professionals. Thank you, fans. Y'all did the work. Let's live forever. And within the minute, the All Elite Wrestling Twitter account tweeted, Thank you, Cody and Brandy Rhodes, with the following statement from Tony Khan. Cody and Brandy Rhodes were integral to the launch of All Elite Wrestling. Cody's ability combined with his boldness and passion for our industry and his love for the community outreach helped AEW deliver on our mission to give fans what they needed for far too long. Something new, innovative and lasting. Brandy helped to shape the AEW story and I appreciate how hard she fought for us both in the ring and out of the ring. Competing in the women's division while advancing our efforts in conclusion and civic causes, including great partnership with Culture City and the American Heart Association. I have immense respect and appreciation for Cody and Brandy and I wish them both the best as they move on from AEW. Thank you, Cody and Brandy. Holy fuck, it's actually gonna happen. Cody and Brandy Rhodes look like they're leaving AEW. And I did not expect that. I did not expect that. I didn't expect Steve Austin to come back. I didn't expect Cody Rhodes to leave AEW. I'm fucking astonished. I'm absolutely astonished. Uh, and I, I wanted to include this on the podcast about Steve because I just had to talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess he's got the shows. He's got the Go Big show and, you know, he's got the Rose to the top. Is he going to carry on wrestling, Cody? Is he going back to WWE? I mean, that would seem the most likely, the most obvious. I don't know. I'm shocked. I'm pretty speechless, to be honest with you. Um, But yeah, maybe I'll do a podcast about this issue when things become clear, if he and when he and Brandy sign with WWE, if they don't. Um... But yeah, this is actually the end of the podcast now, but I just wanted to say this bit of news as it came in. But yeah, wow, 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 wow. Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes appear to be leaving or have left AEW. 